In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today, proclaiming the Word of God, walking with Jesus. Are you walking with Him today? Are you like the sunflower that's always pointed to the sun? Are you like the sunflower that you pointed to the Son of God? You see, this is just so simple, so simple, that our faces be pointed toward the Son of God, and we receive His grace and His mercy. I'm looking at the first letter of St. John, chapter 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. What does Christ mean? Everyone who believes that Jesus is the anointed has been born of God. What else does it mean? Christ means everyone who believes that Jesus is the Messiah has been born of God. Oh yes, it's the Anointed One, the Messiah, the Christ. It's all the same. And do you believe it today? That there is one mediator between God and man, that is the man Jesus Christ. Do you believe it today? Let's continue. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. Do you love the Father? If you love the Father, you'll love his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, how we need to love Jesus. And you know what? Jesus loved us first before we even decided to love him. Do you know that today? That Jesus loved us first before we even had an inkling of giving our life to him. It's all about grace. Where would we be without grace? I don't know where I'd be without grace. I was born in East Boston, and all my friends died of drug addiction and alcohol. All of them. It never touched me. I was never approached to take a drug. And you know what? I was protected by God. All these beautiful people died at the hands of drugs and alcohol. How sad, how sad. They were all young, they were all young. But by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. Do you obey the commandments of God? to love God with your whole heart, your whole soul, your whole being, and to love your neighbor as Jesus loves us, even unto death. Are you one of the people who love God and who love your neighbor, even unto death? For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments, 
and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God conquers the world. Have you conquered the world today? You've been born of God. You've conquered the world. You want nothing to do with the world. You only use the world. I only use the world to preach in. But I have nothing to do with the world. I have nothing that I want from the world. The world can't give me anything. I need grace. I need the power of God. I need the love of God. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Our faith in the Father and in the Son conquers the world. Do you know that today? Our faith in Jesus and in his Father conquers the world. And he loved us first. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? I certainly do. He's the only begotten of the Father, sent for us so that we might be saved through his blood and through his resurrection. Oh yes, sent for us who were lost. We were all lost because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So God put on Jesus all our sins. He was the sin bearer and the sin bearer of the world. Continue verse 6. This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with water only, but with water and blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. Do you know that the Holy Spirit is the truth? And he testifies to the water and the blood that came forth from Jesus' side. For the Spirit is the truth. There are three that testify. The Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree. If we receive human testimony, the testimony of God is greater. The Spirit, the water, and the blood. We believe the three are one. For this is the testimony of God, that he has testified to his Son. Those who believe in the Son of God have the testimony in their hearts. Again, do you believe in Jesus as the Son of God? Then the testimony of God is in your heart. This is God's word. I'm not talking ragtime. I'm talking God's word that the Father sent his Son into the world, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him might not perish but have eternal life. God did not send the Son to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Those who do not believe in God have made him a liar by not believing in the testimony that God has given concerning his son. If you love the parent, you're going to love the child. Jesus is the child. 
He was called the Word of God. He was with God before the foundation of the world. He became a human being in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary when she said, Let it be done unto me according to your word. And this is the testimony. God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. I have eternal life in seed form, and this eternal life is in his Son. The Son so loves you that he gave his life for you. The Son so loves you that he was crucified for you. The Son so loves you that he bore your sins and carried your infirmities. Oh, the Son so loves you. I got calls today of people with cancer. But you know, Jesus on the cross bore that cancer. He took it to himself. This is real. This is real. All who believe in Jesus, that if you have cancer, on the cross it was taken. And we pray healing in the name of Jesus. We pray long life in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray for Betty, who has had a reoccurrence of cancer. In the name of Jesus, Betty be healed by the blood of the Lamb. And I take authority over every cancer cell in Betty. And I say, be completely healed by the blood of Jesus. Jesus took you on the cross so that Betty would be healed in Jesus' name. Whoever has the Son has life. Do you have the Son in your heart? Then you have life. We have life because we have the Son in our hearts. Where is God? He's in our hearts. Through faith. This is what conquers the world. Even our faith. Our faith in what? No, our faith in who? Our faith in Jesus, the Son of God, the Christ, the Anointed One, the Messiah. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. This is real. You do not have eternal life if you do not have the Son of God in your heart. You do not have eternal life if you do not believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, that he has come in the flesh. Let's continue. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. What's his name? Jesus, Messiah. Jesus, the Christ. Jesus, the Anointed One. So that you may know that you have eternal life. Eternal life is this, to believe in the one true God and Jesus Christ, whom he sent. And this is the boldness we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, and we know that he hears us. Whatever we ask, we know that we have obtained the request made of him. This is fantastic. 
to believe in Jesus coming in the flesh, what we pray for in Jesus' name is ours, is ours. Again, Betty, I curse every cancer cell in you. I command healed cells to grow in place of the cancer cells. If you see your brother or sister committing what is not mortal sin, you may ask of God, and he will give life to such a one. To those whose sin is not mortal, there is sin that is mortal. I do not say that you should pray about that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin that is not mortal. Like lies, it's not a mortal sin. But I hate to lie, because the devil's a liar. Let's continue. We know that those who are born of God do not sin. What do we remember of that? Do not walk in sin. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But the one who is born of God, God protects them from the evil one, and he does not touch them. We know that we are God's children, and that the whole world lies under the power of the evil one. That's why I want nothing to do with the world. The ruler of the world is the devil. I want nothing to do with the world other than a place to preach the word of God. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true and we who are in him who is true in his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Little children, Keep yourselves free from idols. And again, idols are not the statue of Buddha. That's an idol. But we have idols in our own minds. Riches we could become a, an idol. And God wants you to prosper. But he doesn't want you to make riches your idol. Only God calls you to be his in Christ Jesus. I'm looking at the 17th chapter of St. John. This is the Lord's Prayer. The Our Father is the Disciples' Prayer. This is the prayer that Jesus makes to his Father. After Jesus had spoken these words, he looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, so that your Son may glorify you. What is the hour? The hour of the cross. It has come that the glory of God would rest upon Jesus and the Father. Let's see that again. Father, the hour has come, the cross. Glorify your Son, so that your Son may glorify you. Since you have given him authority over all people to give eternal life to whom 
you have given him. Again, eternal life is to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he has come in the flesh, that he is the Messiah, that he is the Christ. Let's continue. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have a clip that someone sent me about this man. I'm sure he's a philosopher, and he talks about Jesus as king. And he says, after he says seven or eight things about Jesus, he says, do you know him? Then he says seven more, eight, eight more things about Jesus. And he says, do you know him? Have you met him? You see, eternal life is this, to know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom you sent. I glorified you on the earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. What's the finished work? The finished work of Calvary. What did Jesus say in his last word? It is finished, the finished word of Calvary. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. Jesus, the word of God, was there with the Father before the world was created. He's the eternal God. Not only God, but the eternal God. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me. Do you know that Jesus gave, the Father gave you to Jesus as a gift? The Father gave me to Jesus as a gift? They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave me, I have given to them, that they may receive them and know in truth that I came from you. Jesus came from the Father in time, in the womb of the Virgin Mary. That's why we're pro-life. Jesus became flesh in the womb of the Virgin Mary when she said, let it be done unto me according to your word. We need to know that we need to do the same thing as our Blessed Mother. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave me, I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you. Jesus only spoke the words that he heard the Father speaking. Jesus only healed the people that he saw the Father healing. Jesus does everything that the Father wants, and it pleases Jesus, and it pleases the Father. And they have believed 
that you sent me. Again, I believe that the Father sent Jesus as the Messiah, as the Anointed One, as the Christ. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. The Father gave you to Jesus, and we are his, and we are the Father's. The Father gave you to Jesus. Sometimes I say, poor Jesus. He gave me to Jesus, and I'm not living up to that. So there's repentance that needs to happen. Let's continue. All mine are yours, and all yours are mine. Do you know that all yours are Jesus's, and all that Jesus has is yours? Jesus is talking about all all mine are yours, talking about the Father, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. He's glorified in you. You say, but I'm so weak. In our weakness, he is our strength. In our weakness, he is our strength. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. That's us. We're in the world. We pray for the world. We pray for the people in the world. Today is the feast day of a little saint. And I went to his church. And uh, when I went there, there was this deacon that was mean to me. We were going to celebrate Mass at Philip Neri's church. And the deacon was mean to me. And I said to myself, I'm not going to respond to this guy because I had a good day today and I'm not going to fight with him. So he set us up for the Mass. And I preached. I preached on brokenness. And then the next day, we celebrated Mass in the same place. And the deacon came up to me he was almost crying. He said, what you preached yesterday is right from our founder's works. Can I be your altar server today? He changed completely. Thank God I didn't fight with them the first day. That was the grace of God. That was the grace of God. It had nothing to do with me. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. And I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. We need to be one with the Father and with Jesus and with each other. We're all different, but we need to be one. That's why Jesus says, God is love. And those who abide in love abide in God and God in him. While I was with them, I protected them, protected them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them and no one of them was lost except 
the one destined to be lost, so that scripture might be fulfilled, that's Judas. But now, now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have my joy. This is the night before he died. He says that we may have the joy of Jesus Christ. Jesus had joy on the night before he died. This is amazing. If we're filled with gratitude, we're filled with joy. Anthony tells us that. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world. You know, I never belong to the world. I told you last time, the difference that I am made the difference. The difference that you are makes the difference. Don't try to be like everybody else. Be your own person with your own love for God and people. Be your own person. They do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world. I am asking you to take them out of the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. Protect us from the evil one. He goes about killing stealing and destroying. God sent his only son so that you might have eternal life. God sent the Christ so that you might have eternal life. God sent Jesus so that you might have eternal life and that our prayers will be answered because we are in the Son and in the Father. Are you today in the Father and in the Son. I am by the grace of God. And I thank you for that grace that you have given me over the years. May I never, ever take it for granted. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.